Hey, I'm Brian Brister, a worship leader, certified health coach, and fashion photographer. Welcome to the Brian Brister Experience Podcast. I'll be sharing with you from a myriad of topics that I gather from suggestions I receive on my social media accounts or in conversation with friends. I'll also interview cool people doing cool things in the world, probably while drinking coffee, definitely while drinking water. Thanks for joining One of the things that I love most about how I've set up this podcast is that it doesn't have a consistent theme, aside from the fact that it's my life. (laughs) Whenever I was first starting this podcast, I read a lot about the creation of podcast. And one of the things that was recommended was to pick a category, pick a thing. Like, are you a true crime podcast? Are you a news podcast? Are you a history podcast? And that felt really confining to me. And I didn't really know what to do about that because I wanted to share my life. And I wanted to share conversations that I had had with friends. And I wanted to share things that had come up for me in my personal journey and in conversation with friends that I had recognized. So that's kind of what led to the beginning of the Brian Brister experience, because the Brian Brister experience is a lot of things, and it isn't confined to one specific category because it's my life, and my life has a lot of different facets. And so I really love that that is what I have created here for many reasons, but one in particular is because I'm sitting here recording fewer than 10 minutes after having a conversation in my DMs on Instagram with someone else about my health journey that opened up something that I'd never talked about before. And in this conversation with this person, I was responding back to them and sharing my thoughts on the process. And then I thought, oh my gosh, this is a podcast. This is something that I need to talk about and share. So here we are. Fewer than 10 minutes after a conversation was had on Instagram, I am now sitting here recording this, sharing it with you. I will preface this by saying, for those of you who are not Christians, I want you to continue to listen to this and feel this in whatever way that you can, be it the universe or your higher power, whatever that is, I believe that it will still add value to you even if you do not relate 100% to the things that I'm about to say. In the conversation with the person I was talking to, this person has also lost a significant amount of weight on the program that I lost 155 pounds on. And they've reached out a couple of times asking me a question here or there because the coach that they have is amazing but their coach did not lose a significant amount of weight. And for those of you who have been through extreme weight loss, you know that it is a very different journey than a lot of people will ever experience. And so we kind of gravitate to people who have also had an extensive amount of weight lost for conversation and to understand. So periodically, I'll get questions from people who have also lost a significant amount of weight or who have a significant amount of weight to lose and asking me about my journey specifically. So in this conversation, we're going back and forth and the person has asked me a couple of questions already. And then seemingly out of the blue, 
this question comes up. And where has the Lord been in this journey for you? And I responded back, I'm not sure I understand your question. Because my first thought was, right beside me? But I don't think that's what this person wants to know. So the reply comes back, oh yeah, I ask that in a strange way. Maybe I should explain where I'm coming from. I recognize that I've made it this far without solely relying on God. Maybe that's why I'm not as driven or as focused. So as I mentioned, this person has already lost a significant amount of weight, but is not yet to their goal, which is a thing that we see a lot of times. And it's a thing that I also experienced in my journey. You get to a point where you're no longer in pain. You're no longer miserable. You feel pretty good about the body you're living in. And then it requires something else to click to get you to that final goal. The conversation that comes up a lot is the idea that pain pushes until desire pulls. And that could be a whole other podcast in itself, but that's not where I'm going today. So that person has some weight still left to lose to reach their goal. So they reached out to me because they know that I reached my goal almost two years ago at this point. And they were wondering what that looked like and all this kind of stuff. So that's where the question came up. So wanting to know where the Lord has been in the journey for me, I immediately realized that this was going to be more than I could just text. So I started sending voice notes. <laughs> and I thought I was going to send like one or two voice notes. And I ended up sending four voice notes to this person talking about it. and. Here's what it's looked like for me. Prior to going on this health journey, I remember hearing people say that when they lost a lot of weight, they did it with Jesus, or they quoted scriptures the whole time, or they prayed every morning and before every meal and throughout the day, like, God, give me strength, and God, help me through this, and God, we're doing this together, and I lost my weight with Jesus, and all this kind of stuff. And I remember thinking, you are crazy. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Stop being so weird and woo-woo. Like, yes, we pray. We love Jesus. God's awesome. He's not in your weight loss journey. And I just remember that being so weird for me. I don't know why it was, but it was. And when I first started my health journey, I mean, yes, I prayed, God help me to do this. Cool, let's go. But then it was just me. I was doing it. I was losing weight. I was working through some stuff. I was going through it all. And then I got to a point that I really began to recognize just how much I needed God on this journey and just how much I legitimately couldn't do this on my own. And so I too began to pray and ask God, you see that these are areas that I slip up in. You see that these are areas that I struggle with. Would you please help me? The next time that I find myself in the situation, would you remind me of that? Would you bring it to my attention? Would you remind me of the opportunity to stop, to challenge the way that I'm feeling, and to choose the thing that supports my goals? Would you help me to become a stronger version of the person that I am now? And I did even look up scriptures that I could quote to myself throughout this. And it was so wild to me how when I began to invite God into this journey, 
on a daily basis, sometimes on an hourly basis, if we're being real, a lot changed in my heart and a lot changed in my journey that ultimately allowed me to reach my goal. And so, I mean, I'm not saying that I sat there and was like, the Lord is melting my fat away because it was never anything like that. But I did allow him to be a part of the journey at some point. And I think a huge part of that is the idea that all areas of our health are connected. And I truly believe that. I believe that our physical health and our mental health and our emotional health and our financial health and our spiritual health are all tied together in one way or another. And the cool part about that is that whenever you begin to focus on one area of your health and grow in that and recognize ways that you can get better in that, it also allows you the opportunity to relate those same things to other areas of your health. So if I'm trying to become a better person physically and my physical health is tied to my spiritual health, then why would I not invite the most powerful part of my spiritual health into that physical journey as well? Also, if I believe that my body is a temple of God, which is what the Bible says, and that I believe that I have been given this body to steward well, then why would I not invite God into that when I have proven that I am not stewarding this body well for over 30 years of my life? If I have clearly recognized that I can't do this on my own and that I don't really have much of an idea of what I'm doing, but I do believe that it is something that I am called to do as a Christian, then why would I not invite God into that? And so by allowing God to step into my physical journey, the creator of my life, the true artist stepping into the masterpiece and correcting the things that got out of alignment with his purpose whenever he created me, everything changes. It's so wild to me that I was so resistant to the idea and I also think that it, because the people that I heard talking about it weren't necessarily doing the best job of describing it, and maybe I'm not either, and maybe you're listening to this and being like, wow, yeah, you're still super woo-woo. How about you get your life together, crazy boy? But this was the experience for me. I invited my creator into his creation, into this physical journey, which ultimately transformed my mental health and my emotional health and my financial health and my spiritual health. I grew spiritually in the journey of <laughs> shrinking physically. And I think a very large part of that is because I stopped and I invited him into this. So where was God in all of this? Beside me and in me and working every day to help me choose the things that supported my goals. And this is a big deal because a lot of Christians are unhealthy. And a lot of Christians are consistently making choices that do not help their body do what it was created to do. 
that do not allow them to live the best life possible, that do not allow them to truly be the person that God created them to be. And that's tough because Christians will talk a lot about sin and resisting the world and doing all of these things for their spiritual health. But then they completely deny the fact or ignore the fact that their physical health is very, very important in that as well. Because if God has called you to go ye therefore and teach the nations, and you can't even get off the couch, we got a problem there. If God has called you to be a light to the world, but you're so miserable in your body that you can't figure out a way to truly be a light because all you can worry about is the way you look and the way you feel and these clothes are uncomfortable and my feet hurt and I'm really tired and I have a migraine. It's not going to work, guys. It's not. And that's why it has to change. I didn't live in a physically healthy body for a very long time. I'm not trying to act like I did. I'm not trying to act like I've had it all together for a long time. I started this journey just over three years ago. It has been just over three years of prioritizing my physical health along with all the other areas of my health as well. But I can tell you from experience that there is so much greater peace and joy and life on the other side of this. Stop living in a body that does not give you the opportunity to be the most true, authentic version of the person that Christ created you to be simply because you like McDonald's or you like fried chicken or you like pizza. You know what? I like all of those things too, but those things do not allow me to be the person that God created me to be. Those things put me back into a body that does not allow me to truly be Christ to the world. And it doesn't allow you that opportunity either. And I know this is tough, and I know you may not be liking this. And, well, some of you may have already turned this off, and so you're not even hearing this part. But the fact remains that for those of us who are Christians, who believe that we are called to be a light to the world, who believe that our bodies are a temple, who believe that we were called to steward what God has given us, and then every single day we fill our bodies with things that do not support our health, who make us more uncomfortable and make us feel even worse in the long run about ourselves and about our body and about the life we live, and we hide in photos and we don't want to be seen and we don't leave our house unless we absolutely have to, we are doing a disservice to the world around us. We are doing a disservice to the people who still need the opportunity to hear that there is a God out there who loves them, that there is a God who cares for them, that there is a God who above all else wants to give them everlasting life. And they're missing out on the opportunity of knowing that because we can't stop eating donuts? Come on, guys. So in this, I ask you that if you haven't taken the time to invite the Savior of the world and the Savior of your heart into 
every area of your health, that you do that. That you stop and you say, I'm sorry. And you ask for forgiveness for not allowing him to be a part of it, for keeping him over here in this little bitty box that he's the spiritual world, that he's the church world, that he's the okay when I need you, when I really don't feel good about what's going on in my life world, but he's not a part of the physical world. He's not a part of the God, please help me stop eating donuts. God, please help me stop eating pizza. Please help me stop emotionally eating. When we stop allowing God, to be God in all areas, and we try to fit him in a box, we will mess up every time. We will fall every time. So maybe open the box, let him out, let him into every area. Stop just letting him be a part of your spiritual health. Invite him into your financial health. Invite him into your mental health. Invite him into your emotional health. Invite him into your physical health and watch how much it changes. And here's the deal. You're not going to do it once and it'll all be better. I say this with a surety because you guys know my relationship with donuts and I've prayed over it a lot and I still like donuts. But if you continue to have the conversation with him, you continue to invite him into all areas of your health and you continue to grow and persist and allow him to speak into those areas, you may be shocked at just how far you go. I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for sharing a bit of your time with me today. Whether this was your first time listening or you've been around for a while, I'd love it if you would share this episode with at least one person you think may enjoy it. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Brian Brister for a more behind the scenes look at my life. You can also send me a DM or comment on my most recent Instagram post, whatever it is, if there's a specific topic you'd like to hear me speak on, or if you have questions about something I said today. That's all for me. I'll be back next week. Until then, do good, be well. Oh, and drink some water.